Hello, this is Dhyanesh from NewsLaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 19th of August. 36,401 new cases of coronavirus infections were reported across India in the past 24 hours, with Kerala and Maharashtra reporting 21,427 and 5,132 new cases respectively. 530 new deaths were reported in the country, taking the total death toll to more than 4.33 lakhs. As a Delta variant outbreak stretches as far as New Zealand, Australia has experienced its worst day since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, with the total daily cases surpassing the previous record set more than a year ago. Authorities are now discovering that the lockdown techniques that previously worked to stop community transmissions are failing to stop the spread of the highly dangerous strain especially as people become increasingly frustrated with the mandatory stay at home restrictions the supreme court in an interim order on wednesday allowed women candidates to sit for the national defense academy entrance exam scheduled for the 5th of september more than a year after its decision granting permanent commission to women officers of the indian army serving under the short service commission A bench of justices SK Kaul and Rishikesh Roy asked the government to take a constructive view of the matter and referred to the court's ruling on February 17th last year allowing permanent commission for women officers stating that the policy decision to bar women from admission to the NDA is based on gender discrimination. The court was hearing advocate Kush Kalra's petition for orders to allow eligible women candidates to sit for the UPSC's NDA and Naval Academy examinations the court ordered the UPSC to release a corrigendum in accordance with its interim directive and to provide due publicity so that the order's intent is carried out the court advised the administration to begin with some tokenism rather than requiring constant judicial intervention the court stated that while it may not understand all the intricate and technical aspects of the structure the administration is better situated to appreciate that recruiters must understand the basic principle of gender neutrality and adapt it in the backdrop of their peculiarities the calcutta high court on thursday ordered the cbi to conduct a court monitored investigation into the allegations of murder rape and crimes against women in the aftermath of the bengal elections earlier this year After the assembly election results were declared on May 2nd, Bengal saw a spate of violent incidents. Several party workers were allegedly killed, with the BJP and TMC blaming each other. The death toll has been reported to be between 11 and 14. The authorities have not confirmed these figures. The Delhi police has named 3 police officers for allegedly forcing 5 individuals injured in the last year's Northeast Delhi riots to recite the national anthem. The incident was videotaped and one of those who was hurt ultimately died. According to sources, the three officers assigned to the Delhi Armed Police would be subjected to a lie detector test. A senior officer said, and I quote, "Almost after 17 months, police have zeroed in on three policemen and senior officers have been informed a lie detector test will be conducted on them after taking their consent." Unquote. The officer also said, that after checking the tear smoke mutinations that are handed out to the police personnel whenever they are out for deployment the investigators were able to identify one of the police officers and then two other colleagues of his were summoned by the special investigation team the delhi police had told the delhi high court that cctv cameras at jyotinagar police station where one of the men fezan who died later was taken 
were not working due to technical issues between 24th February and March 4th and that no tampering of evidence was done. Dear listeners, during and after the Delhi carnage last year, News Laundry did a series of reports that brought out glaring problems in how the police and the administration dealt with the violence and then did shoddy investigations marred by bias against the Muslim victims. We also reported on who these policemen forcing people to sing the anthem could be. You can check out Akanksha Kumar's report titled Who Are the Torturers in Delhi Carnage Anthem Video? Muslim Boy Names Jyoti Nagar SHO. Unquote. Reports like these can only happen when an organization has sufficient editorial and financial independence. As you know, we depend on reader subscriptions to do such work. So please log on to newslaundry.com and make sure that you pay to keep news free. The Gujarat High Court today put a stay on the operation of some sections related to interfaith marriages in the state's new anti-conversion law. The sections put on hold include the one that defined interfaith marriage as a reason for forceful conversion. A division bench of the court stated the implementation of several sections of the Gujarat Freedom of Religion Amendment Act 2021. The bench of Chief Justice Vikram Nath and Justice Biren Vaishnav passed the interim order saying it was meant to protect people from unnecessary harassment. The court in its interim order said that one of the provisions of the Love Jihad law that puts the burden of proof on the accused cannot be allowed to stand. Along with this, the order also said interfaith marriages between adults exercising free consent and without allurement or cheating cannot be termed as marriages for purpose of unlawful conversion. Appearing for the Gujarat government, Advocate General Kamal Trivedi said the sections were being misinterpreted and that only those who get married by intimidating are scared. The Gujarat Assembly had passed the Gujarat Freedom of Religion Amendment Bill 2021 in April to stop the emerging trend in which women are lured to marriage for the purpose of religious conversion. The law provides for a punishment of 3 to 10 years in jail and a fine of up to rupees 5 lakh. Afghanistan would not be a democracy under Taliban administration and the country will be governed by Sharia or Islamic law according to Wahidullah Hashimi, one of the group's senior officials. Hashimi stated in an interview that Afghanistan might be administered by a ruling council led by Taliban supreme leader Haibatullah Akhundzada. Hashimi further added, and I quote, We will have ministers. This council will appoint all of the ministers. There would be no democratic system at all because it does not have any base in our country. Unquote. Members of the Taliban met with the former Afghan President Hamid Karzai in Kabul on Wednesday as a part of preparations to form a government. The negotiations, however, yielded no results. In an interview with Reuters, Hashimi stated that he would attend a meeting of the Taliban leadership later this week to discuss governance issues. He went on to say that the Taliban would recruit former Afghan military pilots and troops to join them. He claimed that the Taliban were in need of pilots since they lacked qualified pilots. Meanwhile, according to news agency AFP, former Afghan President Ashraf Ghani, who fled the nation on Sunday as the Taliban advanced on Kabul, stated on Wednesday that he was in talks to return home. Ghani also said he supports the Taliban-Karzai talks in a video message put on his Facebook page on Wednesday. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. 
All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.